Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple Podcast with Narita McInnes. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host, Narita McInnes. It is awesome to be here with you as always. And today is another very exciting day because I am joined by a very special guest. He is the number vibrationalist. He's an all-round awesome human. His name is Donovan Gould. Donovan, welcome to the show. Here you go. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> I love that. I love that. I've got to. I've got to just get this out of the way, right? I was okay. thinking when when we agreed to come together and have a co-creation, right? Yeah. I'm like, you feel really familiar to me, and yet yeah. we've barely ever spoken, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what is that familiarity? And I just sat with it, and it came to me, and I'm like, it's her vibration. I'm mm. like, it's the vibration of joy, and I love that you call it rock the ripple because you. The thing is, right, so what's familiar to, is like an energy signature that you have mm. and I recognise that energy signature and like what someone vibrates ripples out, right, and you have a very, you have a, a, a ripple of an energy field that's like pure joy, right, and I'm like why is it so familiar because I'm like I recognise that in myself because if you think about your favorite people to be around, mm. it's always like for me, uh, the people that most people would feel most comfortable around is people that make them feel comfortable in themselves. Yeah. And you have, you have that energy, but also people that are just like not taking everything too seriously and just, and just want to have fun and play and, and, and just enjoy the experience of being here. Right. And yeah. you ripple, you ripple that out. And, I just remember thinking like, okay, so I'm going to chat with Narita. There was no like resistance there. I'm just like, oh, it'll be easy because she's yeah. just so easy to be around. And I just want to say that like, and isn't it interesting? I've hardly ever spoken to you, but I feel you feel very familiar and whether that's a soul recognition or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, you've just got this like, and it's in your voice too. You just, there's this vibration of, of happiness and joy that just goes and you could feel it out through the speaker and through your voice so oh, that's so lovely but I, I get it because I get the same from you so oh that, you, you know what I mean like I just feel very familiar with you and I just so you must be we're resonating at the same frequency or something because yeah I just think oh I'm chatting with Donovan like I feel like I've known you for ages and yeah. yet this is the first time we're chatting on screen <laughs> mm -hmm. it's exactly. awesome isn't it yeah 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 so, so um <clears throat> so you ready no, to I'm rock good. then? Are you ready yeah, to rock let's, then? <laughs> let's rock that ripple. Ripple. I love it. I just love that. Not only because I've bought XRP and that's created by a company called Ripple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting pretty excited about what might be happening there. But yeah, I mean Ripple, it's it's that that's exactly what, you know, a lot of the conversations I talk about is energy and vibration, how it ripples. Mm. you know out into the ether and then I'm sure we'll we'll go a little deep on that about the fact that you know you are vibrating energy and it gets sent out and then it gets reflected back to you you know mm. and um listening to you and Dale you were talking about the polarity of things you know mm. um and this is why I love that that you got on with Dale first because I was saying to Dale the other day how he'll say something on one of his telegram videos or something and he'll literally pick up a thought I've been having. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm like, 
I was just thinking about that, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, and this seems to be a more frequent experience people are having in recent times. Mm. Um, you know, whether we want to go sort of like woo-woo about, oh, collective consciousness, we're all getting more telepathic. I think that's partly true, you mm. know. Um, maybe because we are raising the vibration of the planet, we're in more coherence with each other. So um, we're able to pick up thoughts from the ether that, you know, you you feel are not yours, but then if we're all one, we're all connected, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this is going to be so much fun, this conversation. Oh, yeah. are you ready? Are you ready? Donovan, now you know that I said off air, you've got to introduce yourself to people who may not know. I know it's your favourite thing to do. <laughs> so get ex- everyone get excited because this is his favourite thing to do. No, it's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? Because what do you yeah, say? Yeah, it is. Where do you split? Maybe just whatever feel you feel like flowing out. Go go with that. Go with that. All right. Well, Donovan Gore, named after the singer who wrote the song Mellow Yellow. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, really. Dad really? was a mu- dad was a musician. Ah. Oh. So and what well, did he you know, play? Was he everything? He, or? He's a guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he sang um to a degree. And um he really loved the singer Donovan. And mm. So being the first son after three girls, so I got three elder sisters. Yeah. Um, he decided they mum and dad decided, yep, we'll name him after the singer Donovan. So um and growing up I hated my name. Hey. Really? I, I actually I really hated my name growing up. I don't I think I think it's a a lot of um says a lot about my entire journey mm. in this lifetime. But it got to a point, I guess probably around the time I discovered the Dr. Wayne Dyers and Hay House and all that and started to realise that, you know, we're all unique and we're here for, you know, something special, which I always felt growing up. I always felt I was here for something, you know, something big. Yeah. And I don't know if if I'm, you know, well, I feel I'm on that path. But, Mm. yeah, at some point it flipped and I actually, I really love my name now because it's unusual. Yes. You know, um, and... People don't forget that name because it's usually a surname. Is it? Oh, I do know. I had a Donovan at my high school and he was a legend. He still is a legend. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, okay. there's something yeah, well, in the name. There you go. All Donovans <laughs> are legends. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, yeah, so Donovan Gall, um, I live in Canberra. Um, you're in um, Radelaide, yeah? Radelaide, yes. Radelaide. <laughs> I've never been to Adelaide. I can't Haven't wait you? to go there. I no. haven't been to Canberra, so we'll have to do a swap, you know? Like. Oh, yeah. It'd be interesting your experience of Canberra. Most people yeah. that come to Canberra go, oh, my God, I'm never going back there again. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're lifting the vibration there. That's why you're there. I truly you believe know. that. Yeah, I like, do. Yeah. In, on a serious note, I think we're all put where we're meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there's no accident. So, you know, it's a very dense, heavy vibration in Canberra because we know what it represents, right? Mm, yeah. A- and, um, you know, I I look at my journey, you know, from childhood and I went through school, hated school, hated the indoctrination. I failed at everything except for music, right? Mm. <laughs> um, I hated maths, hated science, hated, in- hated it all. Um, and... You know, I had the typical bullying that most old souls have to go through to wake up and and 
and wake something up within you to get the fight within you to to go grow and evolve and expand, you know? Yes. Um, So I had all that. And so I got to year 11 and I just turned to mum and dad and said, I just, I can't fucking do this. This is awful. Mm. Um, I actually just skived off. I didn't even hardly go to college in year 11. Mm. Um, And then um, it sort of came up. I'd been following dad around the garden as a kid forever. Yeah. Um, and he'd been a ranger at Minamurra Falls in near Wollongong. And I used to go on Saturdays with him and follow him around. And so I developed a great love for plants and gardening. So they said, all right, well, you can't leave school unless you get a job or something. Mm. So I, I got a traineeship in horticulture oh. and, um, which is like a one year, um, introduction. Mm. Um, cause I applied for an apprenticeship and they said, you can't, we're not going to give you the apprenticeship. I, well, for whatever reason, I didn't have the the marks, the school marks, to get into an apprenticeship. So they so they said traineeship is like an introduction, and then you can apply for an oh, apprenticeship. Yeah. So that's exactly what I did. But in the first year that I did the traineeship, um, I just it was like a duck to water, you know, with plants and everything, and mm. learning the Latin name of plants that unlocked some kind of ancient knowledge in me because Latin just came so easily. Wow. Yeah, That's like awesome. the botanical names of plants. Yeah. Um, I did say, well, I got trainee of the year. <laughs> and oh, that's just showing off. Well done. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I just think back about this and I'm like, that was so so random. But um, I did so well and mm. then I applied for the apprenticeship. So I did a, a four-year apprenticeship at Parliament House as a gardener mm-hmm. um, and then got put in all these cabal headquarter places like Government House, American Embassy, Duntroon, Adfa. Um, I went to London and worked for the City of London. Right? Wow. wow. <laughs> and um and and that was right at the time. I a week after I turned up in London, Diana's funeral was on. Oh, and was it good? Wow. And I was working for the contractor in the city of London that was organizing all the barriers and the road and the crowd and everything. Wow. So I actually worked on the mall the night of her like before her funeral. Wow. Wow. So going full circle, this is what I'm saying about getting back to we're we're put where we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though a lot of people come to Canberra, like a lot of my friends from Melbourne came to Canberra for the big protests and stuff and mm-hmm. Epic Camp Epic, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh my god, it's so dense. How do you? How can you stand it here? And I'm like, I I've adapted because I just accepted where I was put, and that's part of where I'm meant to be. You know. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's all that. And then I went on public service career, um, 27 years in horticulture, got qualified and did really well and all that. Um, but then at one point in my journey, you know, how you go through that thing where you identify yourself with your, your worth with money, how much money you earn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I'm like, because gardeners, they they're not that well paid. I was like, oh, I need to increase my income pass- capacity. Mm. so I tried a public service job a desk job (laughs) and being nature boy it was Mm. like I was in four walls around me and I was just like so uncomfortable you would have been and so I was already like dealing with a bit of low self-esteem about the fact I'm not smart enough I'm not good enough I don't feel comfortable in this environment Mm. and again you know how you magnetize what you're vibrating right so then I naturally attracted a bully (laughs) In yeah. the workplace. Yeah. 
So I got severely bullied by this this woman. She was an EL2 and she just, I don't know what it was, she set up a nice little feminocracy around her in, in the public service there and I, I came in and she didn't like this little divine masculine energy messing with her chi, you know. <laughs> so she bullied me so bad that I ended up leaving and it was it was the worst experience I'd ever had and it was the closest I ever got to any kind of depression. Mm. And that's when I, I said to the, my boss at the time, I said, look, I, I can't handle it. I've got to go. I literally had to walk out. I walked out. I went home and then I had to do, you know, the compo thing and that. So I sat at home, uh, depressed as hell, and then I bumped a book off the shelf and it was Dan Millman's The Life You Were Born to Live. Mm. And if for anyone that's ever picked up that book, it's a numerology book. Mm. Yeah. So I, fl- I flicked through and it was Hold actually. Hold that my- thought. Hold that thought. Yeah. Are you kidding? It's I right heard there, you. Yeah? Sa- I heard you say this the other day in something else with Dale and uh, Mads. Yeah, that's there the it book. Is. So oh. for anyone who's listening to this, you won't be able to see it, but obviously that's the book. That's the one. So I pulled it out of my out of the archives in my bookshelf. I thought I'll show Donovan. <laughs> I know, awesome. And that's the when one. you see what when you see what books someone has, it tells you a lot about who they are. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so you literally hit hit it and synchronistically, of course, it was meant to happen, of course. Yeah. Well, my second girlfriend, who was my longest first great love in life, yeah. you know, 16, she was 16, I was like 18. Yeah. Um, she actually gifted it to me for my birthday and I put it on the shelf and just ignored it and thought numerology was the stupidest thing I'd ever heard about, like. <laughs> Her uncle was a bit of a numerologist and I sat with him one day. He's this real hippie guy with plaits in his hair. And he started talking about numbers and 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 explaining to me that, you know, the 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 name of my gardening business that I was gonna I was gonna create, you know, related to numbers. I thought it was so like woo-woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just did it did not do anything for me. So I put that book on the shelf and then yeah, so here I'm sitting at home. I knock it off the shelf and I'm like, okay, well, all right, I'll have a look. And I flicked to 33.6, which is my life path number, and I read it and I went, oh, oh my God. And in that moment, something awakened in me. Mm. And then I was like a sponge. I had to read every number, every book. I started doing all my family, all my friends, all their numbers. I was like, you know, like a bat out of hell in numbers. Yeah. And it just helped me make sense of the universe, of the world, of my existence and everything. And it just, it just made sense. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. So I just studied the basic numerology concepts. And then as time went on, it developed. And, Mm. um, and this is how I've ended up talking to people like yourself. I've just gone along this long journey and it's been a, a, a kind of awakening, you know, a spiritual mm. awakening that people will describe. But it, it numbers was the thing that actually um, activated that for me. Mm. <clears throat> but it's, again, it's just another modality, you know, in, in the maturity that I've developed over this spiritual journey because I've been through it all. Like I've been completely out of balance, the love and light guy, you know, like. Yeah. Love and light, we're all, everything's beautiful. Yeah. You know, there's there's no evil in the world. Just sit here and think good thoughts and everything will be beautiful <laughs> and we'll create the 5D earth and the new yeah. earth, you know. <laughs> I've been right to one extreme, one of, of the pendulum swing, right back to the other, getting completely away from spirituality, back and forth, back and forth. And I, I feel like I've got to a nice, happy 
kind of more balanced place now where, you know, I've learned so much through numbers and working with people, which is natural to my number. I, I like to work with people. I like to express and talk. Mm. Um, and I like to serve, right? Mm. That's 33 makes six. Six is the one of the humanitarian numbers along with nine. And, you know, it's about humanity and wanting to serve and, and give and spread love and all that. Um, so um, I, I feel that it's been such a beautiful vehicle for me, even though I realize it's just another modality because you can, you can use astrology, mm-hmm. you can use co- coaching like yourself, you can use coaching or, mm-hmm. you know, um, counseling or whatever it be. Um, but they're all modalities ultimately kind of to get to the same point where it's if, if you work on the self, you understand the world and when you understand the world you understand the self better it's just like a figure eight just keeps going and going going yeah and over time you start to go okay now I'm sort of making an impact um through the humility of knowing that you know a lot of the information that I'm using whatever modality I choose it's coming through me not from me yes Mm. so it becomes the impersonal life you know it's like it's like I'm a vessel for something far bigger. I am me, but mm. simultaneously I'm also something far more infinite. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm sure you share you've shared similar experiences. Oh, totally. That and that's oh, it's huge. It, you saying that, like I just like my whole body's resonating. It's just like you know, it just makes perfect sense. I think people that's why people love conversations like this too, because you just Sometimes you don't need to explain it. It's just the vibration you get. It doesn't matter the words that are coming through. You're just picking up on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I totally agree. Like the amount of, like I've got a journal that I've created and one of the pages in there has got just a whole list of just some like different healing modalities because no, it's not a one size fits all path for anyone. And you're right. Those things are the things that help us to uh, ignite something in us and, you know, something will help be amazing for me but for someone else just like now hits a brick wall doesn't resonate doesn't Mm. work at all you know um Mm. and think like uh, different healing modalities like tapping eft i remember when you were saying the numbers thing that got me thinking about the uh, eft and i remember this girl uh, working together beautiful soul and she was about to have a baby and she was like i'm gonna do this tapping so it doesn't hurt when i give birth and i'm like one eyebrow raise i'm like it's not gonna hurt when you're like pushing out a watermelon at your hooja Um, (laughs) and you're just gonna tap on your head and it'll be fine um but i guess it helps to bring down the anxiety but then a few years later, I fell into it and and did it, and it was just so empowering. And so, you know, the amount of stuff that uh, I've released because of that tool, which it is, it's a tool, isn't it? And so, you just think that like, again, with your book coming out at the shelf at the right time, it's the timing as well. It's the timing, and that that's when we just have to really trust in the timing that we are where we're supposed to be. We're going through what we're supposed to be, whether it's a shit time or a good time. Um, we are exactly where we're supposed to be and the, uh, and we allow for that to flow. And when we sort of block that or kind of put up a resistance, then that's when things get tough and sort of, you know, and we meet those brick walls. And But then are we supposed to meet that brick wall anyway? Is that part of the process? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got an image as you were saying that, that life's like a corridor mm. and we just have to keep opening doors as we go as we go along, right? 
yeah. it's kind of like sliding doors in a way. I mean, it's such a powerful yeah. film in its concept, it you know. It's like, it's like, okay, you'll go past the door and you'll go, this one? No, not that one. I'll do the one over there. So you open that door and that completely changes you into a new corridor, which, you know, sends you down this other corridor, this other journey, mm. um, which will open other doors. And it's, it's very much like that, you know. Um, and I was thinking too, like with tapping, right? Yeah. So in, in each modality, this is why I love, I love a little bit of everything. I just, I yeah. can't, Same. I can't not, I see value in everything. It's like yeah. music. I love, I love, I can see, I really enjoy like everything from death metal because I can hear the talent in the guys that do the growling. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really like it. Yeah. But I appreciate the talent they have for it, you know. Yes. Yeah. I see value in that. And I love jazz and I love classical and I love rock and I love dance music and I love drum and bass, you know, like. <laughs> um, same with like modalities um, mm. and healing modalities or, or awareness modalities, whatever it be, um, like tapping. So I remember I just, I, I looked into tapping for a little bit and I even was trying it. Didn't, wasn't resonating for me so much at the time, but I did try yeah. it. Yeah. But as you were talking, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's really interesting because it's like numbers, right? But it's rhythm. It's also rhythm. Mm-hmm. And if this woman's about, to go into massive pain but she's she's focused and she's got this rhythm going Mm. um which rhythm is numerical and I I just suddenly realized like so this ah okay maybe having grown up learning drums so I'm a drummer Mm. rhythm is numerical it's it's numerology in a a different form right because four four beat six eight beat three four beat Mm. right that's that's num- that's a numeric and, and and as pythagoras said all is number mm. so it doesn't matter whether you look at whole galaxies or the fibonacci sequence in a sedum plant right yeah and you can see that pattern it everything seems to be built on the building blocks of a numerical formula everything in existence so mm. um it's a way we make sense of existence itself but yeah, so rhythm and tapping, I can see how that's actually in a, it's another form of numerology in a way. It is. Um, you know, and rhythm, because you go one, two, I can't remember how you do it, but it's the one, two, three, one, two, three, and then you say your intention or whatever. I can't quite remember because it's so yeah. long ago, but yeah. But yeah. Well, well, it's, and you're tapping on, and what you're doing is you're tapping on different parts of your body, uh, well, just your face mainly and um, your thymus here, and you're, um, it's helping clearing like we've got the energy centers within our body as well so it's clearing the energy as well so and it's it, sometimes it's like magic for people like I've seen people like with severe P- PTSD or migraines and things like that and it just it clears it but also the emotional trauma as well all that stuff that's stored in your body and mm. somehow it just clears it but there's there, again there's so many tools that can help with that as well but that one is just a, a hugely powerful one uh, but then you've mm. got hypnosis or your um quantum healing hypnosis technique that's a have you ever done that have you ever been done that it's sort it's not like past life regression but it kind of is oh no i think he's frozen dun 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 all right hold on hold on to your hats everyone hopefully he's going to come back Are you there Oh, wow, we got bumped off. We so got bumped off then. That was crazy. Oh, man, too powerful what too you were saying. Too powerful. <laughs> oh, 
that was pretty chilled, I thought, you know. <laughs> the, last, the, last word, the last word I heard was hypnosis. You, you hypnotised Zoom. I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, he's really staring at me with this answer. What's going on here? <laughs> I thought, oh, that's so funny. Because I was asking, had you done quantum healing hypnosis before, like gone under and done that, or not gone? Look, under? I haven't. No, I've I've been I've been friends with people that have studied. I actually looked into it myself. Yeah, <clears throat> but I saw how many sessions you had to do, like to 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 sort of become qualified, and oh, I was like, right. oh man, I don't, I ain't got time for that right yeah. now. So. <laughs> Yeah. I went, I'll park that. Maybe that'll come back one day. But yeah, it's very powerful. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't remember what else I was saying. Cause I was talking, I was like, wow, he's really staring at me. So I was like, he's really intense. <laughs> he's, he's hypnotized. <laughs> he's hypnotized. That's so funny. So I might have been talking a bit. But um, yeah, what we're saying, yeah, just so many different tools and modalities, isn't there? And there's no right or wrong. There's just what's right for you at the time. Um, and what will help some will help another. But yeah. Mm. So yeah. Um, and your, okay, so your number, you are a 30, what's your number again? Your life path number, 33? 30, 33, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, is that triple then, the lessons as well as the, the thing or like? It feels like, it feels like triple, yeah. yeah. So, we, we, so we take the vibration of three and we say it's double. So it's double the talents, gifts and abilities of the three. Yeah. But it's also double the challenges and, you know, um, the growth that you have to go through to live up to that that higher vibration of the master number 33. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. But again, um, for those that don't understand about numerology, it's not putting a hierarchy saying no. master numbers are better than any other number. It's just a different vibration, right? Yeah. That, you know, I, I believe that we, we incarnate, we actually choose this vibration that we're going to operate with in this mm. lifetime. Um, and so that 33 um, is very much, you know, it's being a master number, you're here to master something, mm -hmm. um, which can make it your journey can be much more difficult than the average person um, because, as we say, it's double. So yeah. there's a lot more to overcome as a master number. So don't be jealous. Everyone out there, don't be jealous if someone says, oh, I've got a master number, right? <laughs> I'd be looking at them and going, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you? You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm um, an 11, Donovan, so I'm with you. <laughs> there you go. I, yeah. I could feel you're a master number and I, I do attract a lot of master numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually haven't done readings in ages. And um, I did a thing with Dale in, in the conference with Madeline Doherty the other day. Yes, I saw that. Yes. And. um something's happening at the moment oh you were there oh, okay you were there okay cool. yeah, we're um it it something's happening to me at the moment where it's I'm being pulled back to start working with the numbers again because I actually haven't done it in ages and someone asked me for a reading because they'd been in the room mm. and she's a 33 <laughs> oh, like, of course and I'm like okay so I'm being asked to really work with the master numbers again so it's it's interesting to watch the patterns because that that's the other thing with numbers you get to start to recognize patterns mm -hmm. um and I can sort of read collective energies through number patterns as well and synchronistic numbers that people repeating number sequences that more than one person are getting um will tell me what's actually happening on in the collective 
Mm. Well, you you said something really cool on that, mm. uh, which I'd never heard before when you were talking about the polarity, but also of the number five and it, and it being on the rock. Can you talk to that? Because I just think that's got to be shared again. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, and this is so pertinent because I was thinking about your name, mm. right? And your name, N-E, right? And then the R and then E-E. Yeah. So N-E is 5-5 five, five, and then E-E is 5-5. Five, five. So you've got four fives in your first name. And then McInnes, mm. you got four three nine five 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 one. So in your second name, you've got three fives. <laughs> wow. So you got seven fives in Narita McInnes, right? Far out. And I was like, man, this says so much about the vibration under that name that you're, you, so you're operating under the expression of that name. Mm. What shines through is a lot of that five energy, which is fun, wit. Um, oh my God, I want to know it all. I want to experience it all. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's very much, but it's the pivot point. So, so, um, to your point. So with the numbers one to nine, you've got four numbers there, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four. Yeah. And then four numbers on the other side, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. So perfectly balanced, the midpoint is the five. So it's like the pivot point, the mm-hmm. seesaw yep. or the middle of the pendulum swing. And that's why it's known as the number of change mm-hmm. because it is the pivot point for things to move through from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Um, so. I just really love that you've got all that five. I knew this was going to come up, by the way. I knew it. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> even, though I, even though I, di- I didn't realise you were in the room when that happened the other day, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Such a cool convo. So, yeah. And five's been a collective energy um, that I've been noticing mm. recently, um, particularly five and 15 has been a really big theme lately. Actually, that yeah. came up on that call as well. Um. So what it says to me is at the moment that we're all going through this experience of where do I focus? Because this is the other thing. The challenge of the five is to be almost like a bit um, not focused, just just sort of going here, there and everywhere, Mm. wanting to know everything, wanting to understand everything and wanting to experience everything, but never really honing in and sort of grounding in on one thing. Mm. Um, so focus is the challenge of the five and collectively I think that's what's happening at the moment when you look out there in the world you look at like it used to be that the amount of stuff that now happens in a day in the news and what's happening in the world that used to be a month's worth of news yeah but it's now it's like all happening in one day every day (laughs) and it's just like it's so overwhelming you know it's like oh my god bang bang it's like watching fireworks going off you know yeah, it's mental. It's mental. It's mental. And 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 it's really taking um a lot of us to a state of like, oh shit, how how do, it's very overwhelming. How do I stay grounded and centered at this time mm. where it's very, very chaotic? So I think that's why I'm seeing a collective theme of the vibration of five all around at the moment. Um, is that, you know. We're at a time of great change. That's exactly mm. what the five represents. And we're seeing the, the breakdown of institutions and, um, you know, structures like we've never seen before, mm. you know. And yeah. it's it, it really takes a lot for us to sort of like sit here and go, okay, what's my role? How do I become a stable energy 
amongst the chaos, which is all what we study. I know I can tell you've read all the books, you know, you've listened to your Dr. Wayne Dyers and your <laughs> Louise Hayes probably and, and many, many, many others. Um, it was always about learning, you know, how to be that, you know, like the the Buddha, you know, to be the peace within the chaos. Yeah. And I feel that's the real call at the moment for us all. Um, and hey, I'm guilty of getting sucked into this stuff, like because I love it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like Dale. Like, that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, don't don't listen to the mainstream media. That's distraction, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, I love it. I love getting a bit of everything, everything. Mm. because I feel like that that rounds you out to have a more, oh, what's the word? Mm, a more uh, balance. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It actually comes back ultimately to balance. Yeah. That if you can see everything that's happening, you, you sort of, you, you're qualifying yourself more to make a, a more discerning uh, level of understanding of what's going on, you know, mm, Yeah. rather than just going, oh, I'm just going to focus on what feels good, love and light. Mm. And you're in a little love and light bubble, but you, you've, you've, you're starting to lose touch with, well, no, but the, if it's happening, it's meant to be happening. There are things happening, mm. you know, that yeah. can build your level of compassion, empathy, understanding of where we're at and where we're headed. Mm. So that that's why I like to actually look at everything that's going on and then and then bring that back to self. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How have you been how have you been feeling it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm resonating with everything you're saying. And I think as well, like when you were saying that, that just got me to thinking like it I mean obviously we can never know the full picture with us just standing here this little person who's everything as well you know but mm -hmm. it it kind of allows you to like sort of go, you know kind of look up I, I don't know how to explain it but I know you're getting what I'm saying but to see big picture of everything because there's mm. so many layers so when you're having a conversation with someone that's maybe um obviously you're on the same vibration because you're having a conversation but sort of sees things at different levels you can you can only have that conversation to a certain point but like so some people will understand things from their perspective on that layer um, and may not see the other layers that are there do you know what I mean like I might explain mm. myself there do you yeah know beautifully yeah. yeah it's yeah you're bringing you're bringing the eagle's eye view yes um which means that you've got greater access to um cohere with anyone and you know no matter where they're at mm. and I think yeah. that's where you, you you have a more valuable impact because ultimately you know we we're not really able to sort of make a positive impact unless a person feels heard and seen mm. And if yeah. they are seeing the world from their worldview and they feel like you've got no idea where they're coming from, you, you're not going to have that coherence. Mm. So I think it is great to have that ability to be able to tap in from wherever they're coming from. And it's developing the awareness, the, yeah. your self-awareness, isn't it, where you can see from another person's perspective. Yeah, yes. Because life is... Eight billion perspectives, isn't it? It is. It is. Right. There no is one will ever see it the no, same. Yeah. And there's literally not one person that is exactly the same as another, even if you were, you know, conjoined twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they grow up, they end up two completely unique personalities. 
That is so weird you just said twins because I had this video pop up on my phone yesterday of the the um oh, what are they called the twin the two heads but one body mm-hmm. and, conjoined and that, twins yeah 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 thank you that's what I was looking for um and they're two different people as well like they've you know, um somehow they've lived a longer life because um, normally they're not supposed to um but yeah it's just to your point isn't it it's just mm. even even though they're sharing the same body they still have mm. different tastes in men uh, different food taste, everything. Uh, it's just yeah. So I just thought interesting point there. <laughs> mm, it's mm. such it's such good evidence that you know in understanding that existence. It's like so eight billion perceptions on reality, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where I end up getting just in love with everyone and everything because <laughs> <laughs> because it's so fascinating, right? Mm. And I always used to think on on that deeper level. So you've got your perspective, I've got my perspective, right? We are now in an interaction where we're sort of, we're, we're sharing information, but we're making agreements on, yeah, that's how I experience it. Me mm. too, right? So yeah. humanity and the nature of reality is, is we make agreements on similarity, right? Mm. Yet through the perceptive uniqueness of our own reality view, mm. right? But I always love this idea that I, even if you and I say, oh my God, I have had the exact same experience of that, I still cannot prove what it felt like for you to have that same experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you could take anything. So we could be sitting in front of a bonfire mm-hmm. and you can go, I'm feeling this heat. I'm seeing these colors. I'm right. But I still can't prove that you're seeing that fire the exact same way that I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I really love that. And, and it just makes me love people because I'm like, how, how, I just, you're another beautiful expression of the whole, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And so, and so unique. And this is why I love the numbers and working with people because um, as I drill down into the more finite points of, of their number code, mm. um, it's, it's, there's never it's never exactly the same for two people even if you were born on the same day yes right why have you got a different name and the name the letters are quite to numbers you're going to have it you're expressing that same life path number mm. through a different vibration through the expression of your name so yeah yeah do you have what what are the numbers in your name like do you have any sort of standouts that as well or is it well I do. The number six is yeah. very, oh, very, yeah. very big part of my vibration. And the funny thing is Gaul, G-A-L-L, mm. the double L is 33. Oh, so, of course. So it confirms my <clears throat> my life path mission, you know. And yeah. Um, so there's all these little codes that just, you know, that can scream out loudly at me when I see someone's chart. Mm. And, um, and it's just beautiful because what – what happened to me, I studied the basis of numerology after Dan Millman's book and, and all that and learnt all the, the, the archetypes of the, each vibration of the number, but then it became more intuitive. You know, yeah. it, it unlocked, and I'm sure this is true for most people that have whatever different modalities that you choose to work with, they get, there comes a point where it becomes something more quantum. I like to use the word quantum, right? Mm-hmm. So quantum to me is superposition right mm-hmm. so it's like 
um, as I interact with this modality, the modality is interacting with me and the wisdom within it will work through me. Mm-hmm. And I think this is how a lot of powerful healers work, right? Um, once they get out of their head of the technical part of understanding the modality, something cosmic and intuitive starts to move through them. Mm. And I think that's why whatever modality which is has healing abilities contained within it, even even if you're doing astrology, yeah. you know, you can heal someone's trauma just by helping them understand their planetary alignments um, because when they hear, okay, I can see that there's been a lot of family trauma or sexual abuse or because I can see it in your planets, mm. just them being validated and they go, oh, I feel heard and seen, you know? Yes, back to that, yes. And again, part of the healing process is literally just acknowledging. Once it's acknowledged, been acknowledged, a, a certain amount of the energy of that trauma dissipates immediately just by being acknowledged. Would you absolutely. agree with that? Oh, absolutely. You can't change what you don't acknowledge. Who's that? Tony yeah. Robbins or Wayne Dyer, someone. But you can't, yeah. it, it's, that is key, I think, because mm. otherwise we're going around with blinders on and sometimes there's things there to acknowledge that we're aware of, but then there's the patterns and programs and stuff underneath that we're not even aware of. So then that's when you're removing the layers of your um, old limiting beliefs and all that sort of stuff that brings that to the surface again at the right time when you're ready to deal with that thing and acknowledge mm. it. And even if it's painful, when you do that, I love what you said. It's, it does. It takes away a whole heap of that energy that was once there. And people just feel that's why people feel so much lighter after just being seen and heard and being, uh, I guess, yeah, validating that thing that happened and just, you know, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this absolutely. is, I've noticed, you know, in the year 20, since 2020 till now, 2023, yeah. this, there's this been this explosion of everywhere you go, there's these Zoom calls, groups of people having a conversation, mm. right? And my experience in the last three years, and this is why I sort of stopped doing readings, but I'd say to people, just call me, let's have a conversation, right? Yeah. And numbers may come into it or I may feel they don't need to, right? But I've, I've been feeling that there's been a, a real power in the power of conversation that is particularly healing at this time. And, and, and that, that in itself, it's not like it's a session, so to speak, right? Yeah. You know, it's just the conversation and the and the interaction is the healing modality itself. And I find it interesting that that now we're dealing with this thing that's come up called the voice. Yes. The timing of it, right? Yeah. Because as we know, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners would know, by the way, I don't know why you don't have five million followers. It's just ridiculous to me. (laughs) I I think I just think the stuff you should you just it it doesn't make sense to me that you don't have like millions of followers. To me, I, I already feel that you do. I feel them all there. I think they're coming. So oh, I, don't know. I, I just had to <laughs> say that. But, um, you know, as a lot of your listeners would know, like with, with numbers and vibrations and energies, mm. those that are working for nefarious intentions on the planet, mm. right, they invert everything. Yes. So yes. they flip it around, right? And, and, and people always go, oh, Donovan, what's the 666, right? Mm. Because they're like, oh, that's the evil cabal number. That's the Illuminati number. And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Okay, 666. Flip it upside down, you get 999, 
right? Yeah. Now, 999 is about the highest vibration you could possibly get, right? So contained within the nine is all the other numbers, one to eight, culminate as a complex, that's why it's known as the number of completion, all mm-hmm. the other number vibrations and everything that you've learned and all the positive and negative experiences culminate in the nine. Mm. So if you flip 666 and you invert it back, so they've grabbed something and inverted it, yes. you get 666, so they've, they've made it submissive to the high vibration. You invert it back, you get 999. So, um, so the inversion of reality, which we are currently deprogramming through each and every one of us, agreed? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because talking about that healing journey we're all on, um, what we're doing is the process of deprogramming. Yeah. You know, and deprogramming the subconscious mind. So once we've dealt with the, uh, what's the, the alpha state or the, you know, the front mind, what do you yeah. call it? The, uh, the conscious, the, just conscious. The conscious, conscious. thank yeah, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the conscious mind, then we start delving into the subconscious mind, which is a bunch of programs that are running that we were, are not in our conscious awareness Mm-hmm. And when we dive to that deeper level and that deeper state within us, we can we can deprogram. So that's actually um, inverting back what they had done to our minds, our consciousness, our numbers, everything, reality yeah. itself. So um, it's actually fun to look at the inversion of reality right now and watch how we're flipping it back to its natural state. Mm. And I find it interesting that when you think about it, these cabal people, right, they have the occult knowledge. Yeah. They know numerology and astrology and all these things because when Mm. you dive into the symbolism, you can see they know. They know exactly what they're working with. And this is why so many people are hungry in, in their awakening experience to go looking for kind of spiritual knowledge occult yes. knowledge right mm-hmm. because they can feel that there's something off but they're using that power against us mm. so we want to we want to as a collective we, we've had enough and we're going no we want to get back to our natural state of being mm-hmm. and have this earthly experience the way it was meant to be which is you know absolutely beautiful and amazing mm. yeah absolutely so, yeah so yeah. Anyway, that was a bit of a rant. I don't know where I was going with that. Loved it. Love the rants. Rants are the best. No, but I agree as well. And and when we're doing that work on ourselves, and we're because obviously we can only do the work on ourselves. Like we can, that then creates that ripple because we're uncovering our own subconscious un, unlimited, you know, uh, beliefs and those kind of things. When we mm. do that, that ripples out. So that lifts. That list, or or even just brings us back to our own essence of who we truly are. So, mm. and that just raises it. So that's why no one can ever underestimate, like even just this conversation, saying hello to a person at the grocery store who was having a shitty day. Like I always use mm. that example because they might have been having the shittiest day and mm. you just gave them a bit of like, hey, how are you? And that just made them have a better day, which just rippled out and, Mm. And then I just go to like, and then they spoke to someone and then that person was inspired and then they created a YouTube video and then that video mm-hmm. went viral and that went to yes. like millions of people. You just, you have no idea how it will yeah. affect. And when more 100%. of us are doing that, you know, it's yeah. just yeah. It's cool, isn't it? It really is. This is one thing I, you know, I, 
I get I get a bit of a hard time from people that want me to like lock into one way of being right now with all the chaos. Yeah. Right. Um, and I get in trouble from people that are like, oh, freedom fighters, because I'm like I'm doing this gig. Um, so we got our second gig with that. Oh, band. you're doing another gig. All right. Yeah, we've yes. got another one already. So um Rocking not out. this Saturday coming, but the following the 15th of July. Yeah. Um we were gonna be playing in Albury, but um then the venue wasn't available. And synchronicity, when I was a kid, I used to look at these cartoons and thought, what a cool thing. I'd love to go to that place one day if it exists. Yeah. Um, and they had to move the gig. It's at the Edamoga pub. <laughs> Edamoga pub, never heard of it, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, so growing up there was a cartoonist who who used to draw this skew-if looking building with this yep. like truck on the roof and it was like real cartoon-like. Yeah. They then went and built it for real and it's a pub just outside Albury. Really? Oh, you have to get yeah. some photos of that, share that with the oh, team. Yes. Totally. So anyway, so so VaxCon, which is the name of the band, which is a, so it's a freedom movement band that yeah. formed. Yeah. Because I was at Canberra at the last protest and I went up to this guy that was on the mic and he, he had his keyboard and was playing music that day. It's something, that little divine little voice said, just go tell that guy you're a drummer. Just tell yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I walked up to him and I said, oh, I'm just going to let you know I'm a drummer. I don't know why I'm supposed to tell you this. And I said, oh, maybe something will come of it. I don't know. And then walked away, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then within a week, he rang me and he's like, oh, we've got this fundraiser for Dazzle and blah, blah, blah. And it, it all went from there. Yeah. So anyway, um, what was I going to say um, uh, about the gig? Uh, anyway, can't, can't remember where I was going with that, but I remembered what I was getting to before with the inversion of things. Yeah. So, so the inversion, so the voice. Yes. Yeah. That's right, because we were talking about how a conversation is very healing. Mm. And then when you – I was lucky enough to connect with a lot of First Nations originals down here in Canberra during Camp Muckata time, and that, that that started my education in understanding a lot more about that. Mm. Um, and they have all this very high-level spiritual knowledge within their tribal system, you know, creative spirit and how that works with Mother, the Earth and everything – um, how they actually have protected their um, spiritual knowledge is through oral traditions, through the voice. Mm. So speaking person to person um, is how they pass on the wisdom and the spiritual knowledge, um, and it's through the voice. And so to me, this this voice, the way it's being portrayed, what they've done is they've, yeah, they've inverted it and they're mm. pushing it hard at a time where they're starting to realise people are awakening, we now know their inversion playbook. Mm. And I think that on an occult level, what you see governments, these World Economic Forum governments all around the world are doing now, they're having to push so hard because they're realising if, they if they don't push so hard on the inversion, too many more people are going to wake up and then they're going to be exposed, which mm. is happening and is going to happen. It, nothing anyway. can stop it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remembered where I was going with the inversion and the voice now. But, yeah, yeah. and I think that's that's the why the timing of it's uh, like it's so obvious. It's called the voice. Like, Yeah, it's nuts. You know, saying that it's it's supporting Indigenous people and yet we know if you've done the research, it's doing quite the opposite where it wants to bring in the foreign occupiers to mm. actually steal the land, control the land, control the people, and once they're in and we lose it, you know, if they were to complete their Agenda 2030, that's like total dystopia. 
you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think it's it's really good to talk about the inversion of reality that, you know, what they're trying to do mm. because if you're not willing to look at it and we're just like going along love and light, everything's fine and we don't stand up and do something about it, that will become our reality, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's fear porn, Donovan. Don't talk about it. And I'm like, but if it's not in your awareness, mm. then, you know, if, if, if they're feeling a void, like if you don't fill your void, someone's going to fill it for you. Yeah. 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 You know, so empower yourself to fill your own void with that which you want to create. Because I know you're, you're one of those mm. people that says, you know, create your own reality. Mm. Um, if if we let them create the reality for us, well, we'll we're only got ourselves to blame in a way, you know. Yeah, because then we're just we're being pulled in that direction. We're just allowing, like we're creators. And that when when I say create, um, and I'm sure you would agree with this too. Just we create our own reality does not mean you won't be faced with challenges and the shit won't hit the fan sometimes. Like mm-hmm. that is part of the process and part of it. So it's. And what you said before as well, it's empowerment as well. When you, it's not fear porn, it's fear porn if that is all you're looking at and that's where you stay and then that is, you are creating more of that obviously. But in order to have balance, like the yin and the yang, there's like a bit in both. Like we've, that's how you become balanced. That's how, and I, I'm sure you could relate to this too, knowing to be to be balanced is by yourself having gone way off the other side like down the rabbit hole stuck in the rabbit holes and then you're like okay I've got to come back out here not go back yep. to this way um mm-hmm. it's just it's part of the the game of life and then the more that we get to know ourselves and the more that we empower ourselves with knowledge and know that things are there like um then we can we can stand in our power so much more we won't be shaken by all the shit that's going on but then of course there's things that you know will um at like areas of the world where we will then get maybe we'll get angry about something and that is igniting something within us to go mm. well I don't want it to be fucking like that anymore what mm-hmm. will I do how can I help instead of going it's all shit it's all shit it's all shit you go yeah. all right I know it's shit what can I do to make it better what can I do from my my standpoint and that's mm. when you start to walk your path of okay I know it's shit but what can we do and I think and then if each of us do that in our own way, because it will be unique to all of us, then that's yes. when things change and the ripple just ripples out again. Yeah, yeah. I love I love talking about anger because it's an energy that just needs to move. Would you agree with that? Totally, totally. Right? Don't so, repress that shit. No. Yeah, and this Let is why people say channel your anger, mm. right? Such a perfect way to describe using the – it's just a frequency. It's a vibration, anger, right? Yeah. And it's it's one of the most powerful, but used in the right way, channeled, mm. it can be so powerful that actually, you know, transmute it into something positive. Yeah. You know? So I think I, I always love to say to people, they're like, oh God, and oh, and I'm being angry. I'm like, good. Mm. Love your anger. Love your anger. Mm. Anger's an energy. Like yeah. really powerful energy that can be used for good. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure many of us have experienced. Um, anger in an out of control, unbalanced way coming yes. from ourselves. Of course. And we're like, oh shit, okay, that does damage. I don't want to do that. I'm gonna no one really no. does want to hurt another person if you know, if if you're on the path of uh, 
good intentions, yes, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, um, so, you know, again, learning to love and embrace all the aspects of yourself, dark and light, all that, all the vibrational frequencies of all the emotions, mm. right? They're all got a different color. They've all got a different number. Mm-hmm. Again, you yep. can relate them to a different planet, right? Um, all the different emotions have their role to play. Don't make your emotions wrong. Embrace them, love mm. them, ask them, what, what, what are you here? Why are you here? Why am I feeling this way? Mm. And what are you calling? You're, it's, all, it's usually calling you to something. Yes. And, and that's where the empowerment is the outcome or the end result of the emotions. And then that's what makes us human, right? Mm. That's the human incarnation is the gift of being human is the fact that we feel emotion. Yes. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. It is. And I love that you said don't make your feelings wrong. Because yeah. so, like people do like oh, I shouldn't be feeling sad about this. Oh, I shouldn't be happy about it. No, you should feel what you need to feel. And if you're feeling sad in a moment, honor it. Honor it. Mm. And like obviously the the goal isn't to stay there, but it's to feel the feelings. If you if you're angry like go into your room, scream into the pillow, punch the shit out of it, you know, mm, like, mm. Uh, but feel it. And that is keeping the um, energy flowing through you. Otherwise it gets stuck in your energy system. And then that yep. causes different issues. And so like it's, mm. yeah, rem- removing that and that. And again, that's why the healing modalities or um, any modality c- can help as well, because it's clearing stored blocked energy. And so let it out, you know, like a good fart, just let it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's such a five way of expressing that. That's so good. <laughs> it's like um, Dale's recently, we were talking about taking a morning shit and how that's such a great aspect of being human. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was the thing you talked about. I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I've actually been thinking about that very same thing. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said it and I was hacking myself but anyway um, you've just let me into and this is something that really got me to such a good place right when I was young Mm. I was repeating a generational pattern okay Mm. so my father he had a really bad temper right Mm. yep and I got to about 13 14 years of age and I took on the same pattern right Mm -hmm. and it took me years to deprogram this, what do I do with this anger when it comes up in me? Yeah. And I, I literally became a mini me where I throw plates, I'd punch people, I, you know, and I had an uncontrollable temper mm. because when that emotion of anger came up in me, I, cause I, in my upbringing, like I was pretty suppressed, like a lot of, of us, you know, we all had different dynamics in the home, but, yeah. um, you know, I was under a pretty, um, suppressed dynamic, yeah. wasn't allowed to have a voice. Basically walked on eggshells. Seen and not because, heard, heard. Yeah, yes. because yep. my dad had such a massive kind of temper, mm. right, I shut down within myself. It caused me extreme low self-esteem. I was so shy I wouldn't speak to anyone, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Look at me now, right? <laughs> so, and um, but then also what was I was doing, I was suppressing all my emotions. So then I hit sort of like the next phase of my growth and evolution I get to about 14 15 16 and I didn't know how to deal with the emotion of of anger so I actually repeated the generational pattern and I'm Mm. like oh my god I'm becoming one of those violent people not not severely violent but just like not being able to control my anger when it comes yeah 
And it occurs to me that this is like generational patterns. If you look at the way the world was mm. in the, let's say, up to the 80s, so the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, right, it was all about pushing down your emotion. Oh, no, we don't talk about that, you know, yes. we, right? Yep. So a few generations in a row and then we get to our little ex-gen generation like ours and we start going, oh, hang on. Are we just going to keep repeating that same generational pattern, which was simply just um, suppressing emotion, mm. which holds generational patterning in place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, God bless all of us that are willing and have been willing to do, we say do the work. That's yep. the work. That is. Is to go, oh, my God, I have to feel my emotions and then realise I can actually use it in a positive way because for three or four generations before us, it's just repeated because they didn't do it. They didn't do that work. Mm, Yeah. You know, and if you don't do that work, you will inevitably repeat your generation generational patterns because this is where I got to such a level of forgiveness for my dad, right, growing up. And I'm like, oh, God, it was tough, you know, sometimes pretty violent, right? And I got to a place where I'm just, I love him. And, and and we've got a beautiful relationship now and I've forgiven him for mm. everything, right? Mm. But the only way I could do that was because I had to understand where his pattern came from. Mm-hmm. And his pattern came from his father. So my yeah. grandfather, he was violent mm-hmm. growing up, right? And he bashed the shit out of the boys when they weren't doing their, you know, doing the right thing or annoyed him, whatever. So they lived in fear of him, mm-hmm. right? And then his his father, right? So... I could see the pattern. So then when I look at my own father, I go, I'm allowed to forgive him because I can see where he was just repeating the pattern because he just didn't have that level of awareness that I've now got. I'm so grateful (laughs) that Mm. I made the choice to address this. And and then as we often say, and we understand that we're connected to the collective consciousness, if one person breaks the generational pattern, that has a ripple effect yeah that rocks the ripple right it rocks the ripple <laughs> big time um, every one person that breaks a generational pattern you've you've actually done something for the whole of humanity you've cleared out one generational trauma and pattern and because you did it we're on a better trajectory for where we're going to be it's yeah. pretty exciting <laughs> it is a million percent that's it yeah again yeah it's huge it is yeah. huge just even just the tiniest little bit of yeah You've 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 changed the world, Donovan. You've changed the cosmos. How do you feel? So about have you. That? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's, but doing the work is like not. It's not everyone. Not everyone's up for it because it's mm. not always. It's it is um can be really gut wrenching at times, and you really have Messy. to be able to look at yourself and really see the shit mm. parts of yourself and realize actually I have some traits and some behaviors that I really don't like. And, mm. but again, it comes back to acknowledgement and awareness of those traits. And then you mm-hmm. can, you can go, okay, well, that's how I was. That's what was passed down. That's what I learned. That's what protected me. That's what kept me safe when I was younger We're in this trauma. I'm aware of it now. I'll change it now. I'll, I'll create it. my own reality <laughs> from a new path from this moment, you know? And, and the work, it's like the work never ends, right? No, because... it doesn't. You yeah. just keep fine-tuning, fine-tuning, fine-tuning. But all that work, right, we, mm. we started with this in the conversation, come full circle, 
all that work you're doing within self, right? But now you go to Woolies and you see some person having a really shit day and they're screaming at their partner and they, right? Now what's happened is because you understand where your traumas and your patterning came from, Mm -hmm. now when you look at them, you can look at them with compassion and empathy because you, and it becomes quite intuitive too. I'm sure that you have this experience where you can see someone having like an out of control, like experience in this moment Mm. and you start to actually feel, you can feel, oh, I can feel where your pain's coming from. Oh, I can see. Okay. So you, oh, it's financial woes. It's, 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 it's money that's causing you to act. That was the trigger. But in behind the financial woes that I can see you're pissed off with your partner and you're arguing and out Mm. in public and it's, you know, making everyone feel uncomfortable. You're ripping out all this negative energy, but you sort of tap in, you go, no, I know that in behind those financial woes that is the trigger, there's another level of trauma and pain that's going on that you probably got from your mum, your dad, your grandparent, but right. And Mm -hmm. then you look at that person and you go, I can have compassion for you rather than react and go, oh, oh, how embarrassing people arguing in public. Oh, that's such a disgusting vibration and walking around going, oh, they're not love and light, right? Yes. Yes. Like love and lighters can be some of the most judgmental people (laughs) if they're not, if they haven't done that work, right, right, that deep work, um, they actually can be like, oh, that's not love, that's not light. And they're actually more judgmental than your average person who sort of looks at that people and go, oh, I'm really sorry they're having a bad day, you know. So, Mm. So again, when we understand self, to the finest level that we can now we get to understand everyone else in the world and how it got to be where it's at yeah oh totally totally yeah. i love that so much i love that so much all right and that's all why right. the world the world they say that the world and the reality that we're living in we created mm. it's kind of it is kind of true because it's a collective vibration where um you know what it it mirrors back to us mm what's exactly. going on in the inner universe. So, yes. Um, and that's why we're seeing whilst this really hard push of this really icky stuff's happening at the moment, simultaneously, there's all this beauty emerging, you know, people talking about communities again and community growing food and sharing and trading and loving on each other. And, you know, yeah. all, all that starting to come back and emerge simultaneously because we're, we're doing the work. And yeah. that's the natural outcome is community and connection again. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's going it's to be beautiful. the natural outcome of that. It, yeah. It can't be any other way. So, it can't be. No. And I mean, mm. and that's the thing. Like we, we did, like if we created this game that we're playing in, however you want to look at it, you know, we create, we're like, we chose to be in this experience. We probably chose our name, Donovan. So that's why you chose your name. <laughs> Go back to that, you know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just when you look at it all, like, and when you say like both, both things are happening, well, of course they're both happening at the same time. They have to be because for every uh, action, there's an equal and opposite reaction or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. the saying is. And so all of this stuff is coming up. And I think for people who, um, see this stuff, um, that's happening and it looks dark or it's fear porn or whatever, that couldn't be happening if there wasn't more and more light shining, you know? Exactly. And yeah. and you know how Dale talks about the AI overlay over this reality, over consciousness, right? Yes. yes. 
exactly what you just said. If you if you if you think of AI as a concept, it is only in existence because it's using the data that we gave it. Yeah. That's what AI is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's created through the information that we have fed it, which created its ability to create a whole reality mm. or a matrix of its own. Yeah. Right. So, and this is why original thought is so important and doing something unpredictable is so important Yeah, because you, you break the matrix, you break the AI. Mm. If, if we're living in a, in a holographic AI synthetic reality, the minute you do something original, have an original thought or do something unpredictable, it goes, oh, that's new information I never had before. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it has to adapt. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, and the matrix has to adapt to yep. this true originality. And this is why inspiration and imagination is so important and powerful for us um, to sit in, 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 in states of, let me just like, let me go as far with my mind as I can mm. and come up with something so random yeah. and celebrate my cray cray, right? Yeah. <laughs> because we actually have the ability to have original thought, whereas AI doesn't. It can only feed off the information we give it. Yeah, can only copy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that makes us really freaking excitingly powerful, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And when you said that, and I wish I could remember who um, said this, but um, our our imagination is the most powerful nation there is. Uh, yes. You know, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and yeah. it, everything starts there. Like you, you paint your picture in your mind first and then outwardly everything starts there mm-hmm. it just it all comes full circle everything's within and your imagination is so powerful and we mm. we've been using it um along the way because of the traumas and everything like that for imagining the wrong outcome so let's imagine something that we do want to create we do and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean don't look at the shit stuff is again i've got to always say that but you know imagine what do we want to yeah. create and break the cycle break the break the matrix by doing something completely out of the ordinary like mm. like, you, like dale said like you said like it's just do that and just yeah, yeah trick them and, and polarity <laughs> is such a uh, a great tool too because what i like to do is I've, if i look at the shit that's happening that i don't like you mm. know klaus schwab i'd like to turn him into a fart and <laughs> fart him out right <laughs> i love to look oh, at so so Look at this, you know, this um, communist one world government tyranny. Yeah. Look at it in its full force as if, okay, they complete their plan. Now go, right, what's the complete opposite to that? Yes. What's the opposite polarity? What would that look like? What would it feel like? What would Mm -hmm. day-to-day life be like in the complete opposite polarity of that? And it's like, oh, my God, like. Like it's infinite, like how amazing and great it could be, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so spend equal time in both. And what actually happens is you end up laughing at them. Yeah, you do, don't you? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Klaus, Klaus Schwab is an archetype. He's just like Dr. Evil. Like, <laughs> it's, just, he's, it's just like it's, he's almost unreal. I don't even really know if he's real or if he's a clone or whatever, right? Yeah. But it, it's, almost a, it, it's almost a joke. It's like, no, come on. This guy can't be serious. It can't be real. Yeah. Like the way he talks. And he had to have that German accent just to, you know, 
just to rub in a bit of communism and Nazism <laughs> in there as well, you know, like what that like they must be laughing at us, but but that's the thing, you know, we can use that. Mm. And I think again, getting full circle back to your vibration with all that five energy. Mm. Um and and breaking down, doing the work, breaking down traumas and generational patterns, have fun with it. Like, yeah. you know, don't get people get because I've been around a lot of those spiritual groups and it's it's like constantly, oh, oh I've got to clear out more, I've got to clear out more trauma. I've got to be and but they can get stuck in a loop of doing that. Yeah. And they're forgetting to enjoy the journey. Like, mm. you know, truly there is no real destination because we're all you know, we're all going to leave these bodies and mm. then we're going to go back into soul consciousness, essence, whatever it be, mm. and we may come back and incarnate or we may turn into angels. I don't know. Mm. There's lots of infinite possibilities of whatever that happens. But yeah. I guess you're here now. Enjoy the journey because what else, what else are you going to do? Just be miserable? Like, fuck, yeah. what a waste of what a waste of a playground, you know? Yes, what a waste of a playground. Love that. Oh, love that it, and that's the thing like I've got a bit of a dark sense of humor sometimes which has got me into trouble but it's because you know when you do look into the dark stuff and you see how fucking dark it can get then yeah. you do you, it doesn't mean you're saying you're making light of it but it's a way to kind of you know go you know and then, so you have to bring in that joy because joy is a freaking high vibration mm, it's a frequency yeah. And yeah, it's a frequency that is, um, and you know, you get people in a room just laughing. I've got a, a friend who does laughter yoga and it just gets people just like, it just brings, brings it up, you know, because mm. there is enough doom and gloom. We already know that. So, um, yeah. but it's not, you're not bypassing it by, by being in joy. You're actually just raising your frequency, you know, transmuting it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's why like, in the last since 2020 that's why the memes have exploded right because yeah. <laughs> people go we want to laugh we want to feel good again you know mm. and if we let them keep us in fear then we're losing that life force energy that makes us human you know yes and that's why i love i love it when people make these silly videos and these memes about klaus schwab and the world economic forum and the world health organization and and whatever about that Covey thing, right? <laughs> I, I I just enjoy it so much because it's so creative what they come up with, right? Mm. You know, and people are like, "Oh, you're just talking about the stuff and you're adding energy," to it. but no, you're actually doing it under an intentional vibration and making making light. Like that's why we say making something funny is making light of something. You're literally bringing a lighter vibration or frequency mm. by yeah. doing that. So I, I love that shit. I I love it. It's <laughs> It's the meme war. Like, it, that's what it's all been about, isn't it? They're so oh, yeah. Memes are great. They're just, I love the one. And you just, I just love silly humor as well. Like, really silly dad joke, just stupid. So, humor, yeah. like, it's just silly. And you're just like, yeah. oh, that's silly. But then it gives you a giggle. You know? I, I think I recognize that in your vibrational blueprint. I can feel that with you. I'm one of these, I'll literally laugh at anything. <laughs> and the more stupid the joke is, the more, the more I, the funnier it is. To yes. I love, I love stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know, because it's childlike, you know what I mean? And Yes. Yeah, it's just um, silly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the other thing is like um, as you as you heal and you're feeling better in yourself and you get to know thyself better, you mm. actually get more in touch. And uh, we can do inner child work. That's another subject, right, which is yeah. really powerful. I've done mm. a bit of a lot of that myself actually mm. just off my own back. But yeah. um, 
you you end up experiencing life more childlike again, where it's like wonder and awe, fun, play, you know. Um, yeah. And again, imagination. And so, um, I just think that that's that's almost it's funny how you sort of come full circle and you end up being more childlike, less like adulting. Mm. Um, and then that that actually the funny thing is adults love being around adults that are more childlike because they're just more fun to be around. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, far out. I'm loving this conversation. I don't, I don't want it to end, Donovan. Can I ask you a question? Um, I've always wanted to ask you this about the number 144. I've always wanted to oh. know what your thoughts on the 144 are. Cold nose. Well, obviously in, I mean, I was in a spiritual group called the 1111 Movement at one point, right? And yeah. The founder had only started up the group and it was getting up to 5,000 people. And she's like, oh, I think I'm going to need some help. I'd just join the group. And she picked, she somehow identified me. She said, oh, do you reckon you could help me be an admin? I'm like, what's an admin? I, I only just joined Facebook. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds good. I'll be an admin. Anyway, yeah. that ended up being 500,000 people, that group. And it was like, Crikey. oh, my God. And it actually sucked me in um, and completely absorbed my whole everything, like mm. literally 24 hours a day approving people, managing the group. And I got exposed to all this amazing information, some of it very dark, right? So it was really, really good. It was an education. But um, such a big theme in spiritual groups out there, right? The mm. 144. So mm. one belief is there's a specific chosen group of souls called the 144,000 souls mm. that are the light workers that are going to be the ones that bring on the new earth, mm. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So that that's one school of thought. Then there's, you know, probably with, I heard so much of this stuff about the 144,000 souls and mm. I just sort of sat with it, sat with it, and I went, hang on a minute. But if there's only a set group of number of chosen souls, mm. what's that doing to the others? That's leaving people out. Yes. So I didn't like the concept and I went, no, no, you're leaving, you're leaving. Up. Right. And you're also putting yourself on a hierarchy. You're putting yourself on a pedestal because you're the chosen ones. Right. Yeah. I didn't like that because for me, that's a bit too relig like religion. Yeah. Yeah. A hierarchical structure. That's the pyramid again. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like that. So I sat with the 144, the 144,000 for a while and I sort of meditated and I sat with it. And what it came to was the first thing was it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not that important. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is a big theme, and it's a collective number of vibration that people receive mm. um, along along with eleven eleven when they have their awakening. A lot of people receive the eleven eleven, and that's that, that's got. I could talk for an hour on that. I won't get into it because I won't stop. But <laughs> but the one forty four for me, I look at it as like okay, so forty four is also we when we do master numbers, we stop at thirty three because we yeah. say the forty four is it's just too hard you can't you, you literally would not be able to overcome the challenges if you oh. went to the forty four right so the master numbers are eleven twenty two and thirty three yep we never go to the forty four we just do four plus four equals eight because eight is such a strong, powerful vibration in itself with enough challenge right yeah. so we say you can but when you look at the one forty four You've got a, you've got a complete, it's such a complete, um, uh, uh, blueprint, um, vibration because mm. you've got one plus four plus four, that's nine. That's the whole nine 
yards, the whole one to nine vibrations. Right. So for me, the 144 is about completing something Mm. and then the vibration of the four is earth, Mm -hmm. this physical plane. Yeah. Right. So I see 144 more like a picture than a number. I see two earths. So we've talked about split realities that we're living in at the moment. Yep. Okay. So there's a, so we, I'll, I'll explain the one in a minute, but the four and the four, it's like we're in two earth realities. And it's very true when you look out there, you've got the people, and I hate using the term, but, it, but it, I haven't relanguaged it yet. Yeah. You've got your normies and your sleepers that are not awake or aware of what's going on mm. you know, with the governments and the world and all that um, and the mainstream media, right? Mm. You've got those people and then you've got us people that are really awake, aware, we've done our research, we've seeked, we've searched, we, we, we're kind of really aware of what's going on. So you've got these two split realities, so four and four, two earths, two mm. earth experiences. Now the one, one brings the light. Yep. Right? So one brings the light. So what it's doing is the one is shining the light on the two realities and shining that light on there so hard so the people that receive the 144 code, it's just saying, right, you get to choose. What reality do you want? Oh, wow. So that's where I've got to. I don't know if that will change, but that's where I'm at. And yep. also 144 to me is a frequency. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's an energy, right? Yep. And everything that comes with the 144 frequency and energy is about okay, there is, we're all the chosen ones. That's mm-hmm. what comes with the frequency. And you need to wake up to the fact that you are a chosen one. And that's, mm-hmm. everyone has that ability, right? Yes. You are the chosen one because you're it. Like you're mm-hmm. everything and you're you simultaneously. Yeah. So you are, again, it's a reminder. You are, you are the creator. The creator is you. You are the creator. You're an expression of all that is. So that's where I got to with the 144. It's, it, it, it is powerful, mm. but I think the 144,000 chosen souls, it limits what the 144 actually is trying to vibrate to us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, but that's I'm just my take. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I <laughs> yeah. totally resonate. It's a frequency. Absolutely. And I always thought that too. I felt like it was limiting. Like, who are these people? How come there's only that many? That doesn't feel right to me. It didn't mm. feel right. So I was really interested to see what you thought. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So like literally, and sometimes I see numbers because I was explaining about the five, the five, the shape of the five, right? Yeah. You said it's the pivot point. It's got a round bottom. So it, it rocks and pivots. Yeah. Right. So the shape of the number sometimes can bring on insight. So like mm. when I see one, when someone says 144, you know, when you have the, the little, me, um, the emoticons that you send people like love hearts and stuff. Yeah, on your phone, yeah. There's the earth one. Mm-hmm. So when I see 144, someone's talking to me 144, I see a one and I see two earth. Wow. <laughs> That's how it presents to me. Yeah, that makes so much yeah. sense actually. Yeah, mm. definitely. So, okay, so when you, so you see the, t- okay. So you know how you're talking about the number five as well and it's on that sort of rocking axis. Mm. what about um like a three then or um what's another number a six okay six is, is a that, good one yeah six okay so you know how they say the three the six and the nine are all in a family together a number family a vibrational yeah. family yes um absolutely. nikola tesla uncovered this yep um the living Pythag- universal numbers yeah 
Yeah. If you want yeah. to understand the universe, understand the numbers three, six, nine. So yeah. the six has the the circular part at the bottom. Yeah. The nine has the circular part at the top. Mm. In six, so the, the vibrational frequency of the number six, it's family, children, and relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the heart, right? Yeah. So it's that it's that sort of heart energy. Mm-hmm. The nine is about higher wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Higher wisdom and a higher level of consciousness. So it's it's the head, the the round parts at the top. Mm. If if you put the six and nine together, what do you what do you get? You get the yin yang almost, don't you? you? You get the you get the eight. Oh, you get the eight, of course. You flip yeah, it on right. its side, you, you get infinity. Oh, of course. If you turn an eight on its side, you get the infinity symbol. Yes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the three, the three is, right, it's like pushing forward. It's like the curve at the, you know, at the back of the three there. It's yeah. pushing forward, but it's it's looking back in order to push forward. So people with that three at 33 vibration like me, I also mm-hmm. understand that part of my, my, um, what I'm here to master is to, to be able to look back at the past and learn from it in order to move forward. That is so cool. Right? Yeah. Yep. And the one is heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. As above, so below. It's just a straight line from above to below. It connects. It's the rod that, that connects. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I, I am connected to the ether. The ether is connected to me. Right? Mm. And then, yeah. and then we've uh, uh, seven, right, is the lightning strike. Mm. So, again, as above, so below. But the interesting thing about lightning, I think I said this in the call the other day, mm. the interesting thing about lightning is that we, a lot of people know it comes, it actually comes up from the earth. Not when the it op- hits. So it you hits. know, the, the, the optical illusion is that it came down from, from the sky yes. and hit the earth, but it's grounding. What actually happens is that bowl of lightning comes up out of the earth because it's connecting with the positive and negative charge so it actually comes up so the seven which does represent inspiration Mm. um and it it represents meditation and it represents um um getting into the void and understanding so what it's doing is come up from the earth and get that higher level of inspiration Mm. is the seven you know so again it's like numbers aren't just numbers that they they're everything like they're pictures they're feelings they're colors their words their vibrations you know they're everything yeah right. so this is why i love them so yeah well because and i i often and i see numbers a lot like i'm mm. definitely not a maths person but i see a lot of numbers and i'll see like i'll go out on the road one day and i'll see triple seven freaking everywhere it's like mm. have like a van next to each other and then there's like five sevens or you know triple three or like and it's it's just everywhere and then I guess you kind of just have to tap into well what what does that mean for me how does that you know am I feeling like this is you know resonating right now am I on the right path like sevens to me have often meant like on the right path or Mm -hmm. um does it mean that as well too or no absolutely so yeah yeah, and sevens sevens very much um it, it's it's the spirituality study number. So it's about mm. studying the occult, studying spirituality, yeah. studying self-awareness. It's the studying number. It's the it, it's the student and professor, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Right. And and then and then gaining all this knowledge. Um, mm. And yeah, study. It's about study. The doing the really intricate work of studying and getting your head around concepts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting that you chose triple seven as the first one to say that you received. We're coming up to a date that's seven seven seven. Are we? What date is that? 7th of July, 2023. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a 777 code. And in the lead up to oh. Dazzle's event, I was started receiving it. And then they raised $7,770 and I was giggling. I was like, this is so funny. And then it's just gone beyond because I've just realized we're about to enter a date that is 777. That, I'm like, that's why I'm still getting it. That is awesome. Are, are you, you know? playing on that day? That would even just Which is, like... no, but it's, uh, what's, what's today, 4th? Today is the sixth, isn't it? Six, yeah. Oh, today's sixth. What's well, tomorrow? That's tomorrow. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> I don't really do time. I'm hopeless with time. Oh, me too. That's why I'm like looking down. I'm like, who am I? What is it? Okay, it's a, yeah. All right, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> seventh of the seven in a tomorrow. seven universal year, 2023 equals seven. So it's seven, seven, seven. Yeah, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's why no, we had but, to announce today. And and uh, by the time people watch this, it will already have been passed, but still it's a frequency so you can tap in anyway. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um um and I love what you said. So what it comes back to. So when I when this started exploding across, I saw, you know, I got onto Facebook and I'm like, okay, people start to realize numbers are a thing, mm. right? And Around that time, Q came out, right, and it mm. made this explosion of people wanting to decode information. Yes. And then the gematria thing started going viral. That went Now nuts. everyone's talking about numerology, and I'm sitting back here going, yeah, I was talking about this stuff like 2012, that, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, why is everyone suddenly getting excited about numbers? Now, I love that because it was playing, you know, like putting aside the political affiliations with whatever the operation that is Q, yeah, that was created, and whatever yeah. it is, I I love following it because mm. not just because of the political persuasion stuff. Putting that aside, it's a it gets people to look at um, language as vibrational energy and mm. numbers. It's getting them to decode, mm. and they're becoming masters, master numerologists mm. by going. I need to understand this because I really want to know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why I really particularly love the key thing. Not so much because of the political aspect, but because mm. of what it's done to people, it's turned people into their own masters of decoding. Yeah, they 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 have right? then taken the reins themselves and doing their own research. So for people who might not have done that before, that yep. would be so good for them. Again, their yeah. path. <laughs> it's only it's only a positive, you know. And those people mm. that bag, oh, QAnon, Q guys, oh, they're all extremists. But you know, that's all just that's natural polarity. You're gonna. If yes. it's having an impact that's having a positive impact while we're fighting the war we're in right now, of course, the natural thing is they're going to kick back and, and, and say, oh, you're a bunch of idiots and, you know, extremists and mm. all that. That's yeah. the natural parallel and that's fine. No problem. Mm. But look, look at what it's done for people. It's actually been amazing, yeah. you know. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as we go through into this triple seven, mm. the other thing we do, and uh, getting back to what you said, Feel into the number. When you receive a code, right, yes. um, when I was first in those groups, I was alluding to this, but I got off the track, um, everyone was going on the internet and the only thing that was out there at the time was something called Joanne Sacob Scribes, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> there was only her and there was Doreen Virtue's book, um, Angel Numbers. Yeah. Right? 
So it became this in its first phase and iteration before Q came along and exploded, mm. right? Mm. Um, it was all angel numbers. So, oh, I got the code 222. Look it up. What's 222? Oh, your angels are trying to tell you to use your intuition. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then 144. Oh, you're one of the 144,000 chosen souls, over, right? So it became all angel numbers. That's all there was around at the time. Mm. And I was sitting here, and, and I'll admit, maybe I had a bit of spiritual ego at the time. I studied numerology. I'm like, no, there's so much more to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just angel numbers, for God's sake. Come on, people. <laughs> like, there's so much more to this, right? So I was, that when I got into that 11-11 movement, I started sharing more in depth of what I was getting instead of going, okay, guys, yeah, all right. Angel numbers, great, positive, beautiful, love and light. It's gorgeous. Mm makes you feel good nice dopamine hit right mm. but there's also a polarity to each number where it might be asking you to take action or, or 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 address something within yourself or look at the the polar opposite vibration of the number that's trying to get your attention mm. and then people are like oh oh there's more to this and then q comes out and then there's a whole another aspect to information and decoding so that's when I'm happy because now the whole world is like, ah, oh, numbers. There's a lot more to it than just angel numbers. Yeah? yeah, totally. And I love what you said the other day in the um conference as well when you talked about you were working with people and you were just giving them the information about their numerology and saying, like giving them all the good stuff. But um you realise that to tell them what they're here to work on and looking at their shadow side and look at these are the things where you need to, um, focus on that was helping more and people were getting yeah. more out of it yeah that was a big yeah. shift for you wasn't it it was far more yeah. valuable for me yeah. also because I had to go through the pendulum swing where being Mr Love and Light mm. right it swung back the other way and I had some experience some really tough experiences that just completely broke me down and then I went well I thought I was all like perfect and <laughs> love and compassion and I was all good and then I had to have some experience. I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't dealt with my shit. Yeah. And through direct experience, that made me become more balanced about, well, if I'm going to um, embrace this divine knowledge that I've been given with numbers, it, I need to be balanced about it. I can't aid and abet keeping people stuck mm. thinking, oh, everything's fine. Oh, just yeah. sit and be, be love and light. Again, yeah. again, because then I'm attributing to something that's not actually helping people and I don't want to do that. I, yeah. That's like my worst nightmare. You know? Yeah, totally. Because you're just telling people what they want to hear then. And yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. We're probably going long enough, huh? <laughs> oh, no. The time is, just so you know, 11.44. There you go. There's that 1.44 there vibration. Yeah. reflecting back to us because we talked about it it's interacting with us and that's very much how they work yeah yeah how cool beautiful yeah. love it so, donovan thank you so freaking much for today it's just been awesome i could talk to you for days one day we'll have a a yarn a chin wag around the campfire and rock out and do some um you play the drums and i don't know i'll, I'll rock out do some singing or something but just awesome. yeah yeah, you're one of those people I've always wanted to sit around the campfire with and now we're doing it virtually. So thank you so much for today. Uh, yeah, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, the biggest theme that's shining through for me at the moment and you you posted about it the other day, you do you, boo. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> you Love do it. you, have fun, enjoy the journey and you know what, don't. Don't don't let anyone else sway you on your past. You know, your past is unique, it's important. You're you're amazing. 
just fucking go be amazing and and, and enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all Love I got. It. Love it. Perfect note to end on. You heard him, folks. All right. Thanks so much, Donovan. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. It's been awesome. And I look forward to catching up with you next time. <laughs>